0: That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: So, we've all listened to our fair share of awkward interviews over the years in sports, but the latest one with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it may take the cake.
2: But in true Lamar Jackson form, the Ravens quarterback was kind enough to let the interviewer off the hook. So if you can stomach it, we've got the interview coming up.
1: I'm Bobby Trossett with Sarah Ellison. It's Friday, August 19th, and this is your Morning Ravens Vault.
2: The Ravens travel to Arizona to take on the Cardinals in preseason action Sunday night. John Harbaugh said he will play a few more stutters than he did in the first preseason game against the Titans. Who will and won't suit up? We've got the answers.
1: Plus, the NFL and NFL Players Association reached agreement on an updated suspension and fine for Browns QB Deshaun Watson. We'll have those details and explore what it means for the Ravens coming up.
2: Thanks for waking up with the morning vault where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, in today's media frenzy world we live in, most professional athletes have to deal with some nonsense here and there, which in some cases comes with the territory of being high profile. But when it comes to Lamar Jackson, it seems like the nonsense is consistently on a whole other level.
1: Yeah, Sarah, imagine landing a coveted interview with Lamar smack dab in the middle of training camp and throughout a contract negotiation process in Baltimore that's been one of the biggest NFL storylines to date. And yet you kick off the conversation one on one with Lamar like this.
0: Jonathan Jones, CBS Sports here alongside Baltimore Ravens, starting quarterback Lamar Jackson. And Lamar, it seems like every time I see you, you're getting a little bigger, getting a little, a little yeah. thicker, a little muscular. Yeah. I hear that you don't like
1: working out, though. Tell me about that. Who's that Uh Sources. What sources? <laughs> I don't know about that. I had to do something to get this off, you know? So, Sarah, that was just a snippet of a five-minute interview aired on CBS Sports HQ this
2: week. I'll tell you, Bobby, I don't know how Lamar consistently finds the patience from within to be so composed during those moments.
1: The guy spends a huge chunk of his offseason bulking up and busting his butt down in South Florida, and yet he still isn't taken seriously. Now, while I obviously don't think this CBS reporter had malicious intentions whatsoever, for him to lead with something so bogus and playfully act as if he has legitimate quote-unquote sources, it just comes across as lazy uninformed, and honestly, just playing goofy, if nothing else. Lamar deserves better, Sarah. That's what it comes down to.
2: He absolutely does. But still to come here on The Vault, who is and isn't suiting up on Sunday in the desert for preseason game number two against the Arizona Cardinals?
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: So John Harbaugh and the Ravens have been risk-averse when it comes to exposing their starters to injuries so far this season. Sarah, do you think that trend will change at all as the Ravens travel out to Arizona? For, again, preseason game number two Sunday night against the Cardinals.
2: Nope, that's not changing, Bobby. The Ravens don't want to put their starters at risk during the preseason. And Harbaugh has already announced that Jackson and other guys like tight end Mark Andrews won't play this weekend. I doubt we'll see many of the others either.
3: There may be a couple of other starters that will play a little bit. It's kind of hard to go through every guy, but you know, Mark Andrews isn't going to play, for instance. Tyler Lindenbaum will probably be back in the field Friday doing an individual uh, I don't anticipate him playing in the game, but uh, he'll start working his way back in. It looks like on Friday, we'll see, but that's how it looks right now.
2: When Harva says maybe a couple starters will play, I don't think he's exaggerating. When the Ravens hosted the Tennessee Titans last week at M&T Bank Stadium for the preseason opener, 32 of the 90 players on the full roster were watching the game from the sideline. And only three projected starters suited up at all. Those three were left guard Ben Powers, outside linebacker Odafe Owe, and nose tackle Michael Pierce. I imagine we'll see something similar in Arizona.
1: Right, Sarah. And Owe, for example, only played one snap last week. We can't even say that one of those three is actually a projected starter, too, right? Like, Ben Powers is in a fierce competition with Tyree Phillips and Ben Cleveland for the starting left guard role.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. In fact... That's probably one of the most intriguing positions to watch this Sunday night. Ben Powers still appears to be in the lead in that competition. Harbaugh said earlier this week that he's been the most consistent, but he also said Phillips is not out of the competition by, quote, any stretch. And complimented his pass protection.
1: So speaking of positions to watch, what about the battle at wide receiver, Sarah? There's a handful of undrafted rookies vying for a roster spot, as we spoke about at length in our mailbag episode. Check that out if you haven't already released within the last 24 hours. We didn't get to see James Prochet last week, and Tylen Wallace left the game with a knee injury. So Will they play this time around, or at least is that an expectation?
2: No, I doubt we'll see either Prochet or Wallace, who are dealing with a hamstring injury and knee sprain, respectively. They haven't participated in camp all week, so their status is definitely in doubt. But with them out, these undrafted rookies that we're talking about will get plenty of opportunity to prove they deserve a spot on the 53-man roster. We know Shamar Bridges stole the show last week by catching four passes for 62 yards, including a gorgeous touchdown in the back corner of the end zone. He'll need another strong performance and contribute on special teams to take a big lead in the competition. But let's not count out some of the other guys. Wide receiver Makai Polk had a good game against the Titans, too, notching six catches for 43 yards. And then Jalen Moore or Benjamin Victor had their moments in camp this week, too. Nobody has been exactly consistent over time, though. So if the Ravens keep five at wide receiver, the opportunity is wide open for any one of them.
1: There are also some rookies that have been a bit banged up in recent weeks, uh, but they sure could use this game experience, obviously. What can you tell us about Tyler Linderbaum? Daniel Falele, and even Jalen Armour Davis.
2: Right. All of them would be playing if they were healthy, but Harbaugh already said Linderbaum won't play. The good news is he's expected to practice today. Maybe he'll be ready for the third and final preseason game. Falele might have a chance. He left practice early Tuesday and missed all of Wednesday, but Harbaugh said he was just dealing with a little swelling, so he didn't sound too serious. Then there's Armour Davis. He's a little bit more of a mystery. He hit his head in practice earlier this week, and Harbaugh said they would check him out, but we haven't gotten an update since. If he sustained a concussion, I doubt he'll play Sunday either.
1: And one last thing from me, Sarah, the Cardinals have a couple former Ravens on their roster, including wide receiver Marquise Brown and backup QB Trace McSorley. You expect to see them on the field at all?
2: Well, the Cardinals already ruled out Brown. He's been dealing with a hamstring injury and only made his Arizona practice debut Monday. But as for McSorley, we will surely see plenty of him. He had a nice outing against the Bengals last week and Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury told reporters already, quote, we're excited to watch Trace. Obviously being his former team, he'll be keyed up on that one and it should be a fun evening, close quote. Okay, Bobby, there was a major headline that dominated the NFL news cycle on Thursday, and it is definitely relevant to the Ravens.
1: Yeah, you bet it is. The NFL and NFLPA reached a settlement in the Deshaun Watson disciplinary matter. It comes in the form of an 11-game suspension without pay And a $5 million fine that will go to charity, apparently. The Browns QB will undergo mandatory evaluation by behavioral experts and follow their suggested treatment program. Of course, after he was accused by more than two dozen women of sexual misconduct during massage sessions. Here he is.
3: Yeah, I'm moving I'm moving on with my career, with my life, and I'm continuing to stand on my innocence. Just because, you know, settlements and things like that happen doesn't mean that a person is, is guilty for anything. I feel like a person has the opportunity to stand on his innocence and prove that and we prove that the legal side and we just got to continue to push forward as an individual and as a person
2: yeah and bobby watson's comments came less than a week after he offered this apology
3: look i want to say that i'm truly sorry to all the women that i've impacted in this situation Um, my decisions that i made and my life that put me in this position um you know i I would definitely like to have back but i want to continue to move forward and grow and learn and and show that You know, I am a a true person of of character, and I want to keep pushing forward.
2: There definitely seems to be some mixed messaging here, but Bobby, we and the rest of the NFL world had been anticipating a stiffer suspension after an independent arbiter originally ruled earlier this month that Watson would serve a six-game suspension without a fine.
1: Yeah, I mean... Judge Sue L. Robinson's original ruling left me perplexed, if I'm being honest, Sarah, seeing how she's on record for having written that Watson engaged in sexual assault and conduct that poses a genuine danger to the safety and well-being of others. That's literally coming directly from her 16-page report.
2: So when does Watson's suspension go into effect, and how is all of this relevant to the Ravens, Bobby?
1: August 30th. That's when all NFL teams cut down their rosters to 53 players. Watson will then be eligible for reinstatement November 28th and available to play for Cleveland again week 13. Ironically, the Browns square off against the Houston Texans that week, which of course is Watson's former team. Now, again, how does all of this impact Baltimore? As things currently stand, the Ravens will only potentially face Watson once in regular season play this year, and that's scheduled for week 15 in Cleveland.
2: And before we jump, some other quick news items that you need to know, beginning with Hall of Fame quarterback and three-time Super Bowl champion Steve Young, who believes the Ravens are holding Lamar Jackson back by doubling down on a sophisticated run game rather than investing and teaching a sophisticated pass game. Here he is.
3: The Baltimore Ravens have doubled down again on being the most sophisticated running game in football and they have been mowing through regular season opponents for a long time with this most sophisticated running game. My position is they will never get to championship football without a sophisticated passing game. That's not anything to do with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is a complete player that is being not trained in being a sophisticated passer. They double down again back to all the great things that Lamar does. Great, but until he gets the chance, to show that he is a sophisticated passer of the football in a sophisticated passing game that is properly you know, invested in, which we never, have, which they never have done, to Robert's point, just a minute ago. They don't invest in it. They don't teach it. And now you ask them, why isn't he getting paid to be Patrick Mahomes? Because they haven't given him a chance to be Patrick Mahomes. So until they do, Lamar Jackson's damned because of what the Ravens are doing, not because of Lamar Jackson. I can't wait for someone to train Lamar Jackson to the sophisticated passing game. I think he'd be the greatest player in the history of the game. But he keeps getting, he's being held back by the Ravens year after year because they keep doubling down to this thing that Lamar Jackson is great at. No question, He's, he's the best at that but it's not the championship football that they need to play. And it's not where Lamar Jackson wants to be. I want the full measure, Robert, of who Lamar Jackson is. And the full measure is not being brought forward by the Ravens. And if that's not the case, then get out and find someone who will.
2: Stay tuned later today for a special Ravens vault for instant reaction and a fuller breakdown of Young's comments. Meanwhile, football analytics guru Warren Sharp with a list of quarterbacks with the highest EPA per pass attempt over the last three years while trailing in the second half. The highest-rated QB on the list? None other than number eight, Lamar Jackson. So, so much for the narrative that Jackson can't throw while playing from behind.
1: Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying the show, please subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and share it with a friend. By the way, we can also be reached by email. Find us at BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com.
2: And that's all the time we've got today, but we will also be back later today with this special show on Steve Young, and we'll be back Monday morning with our game recap episode following Baltimore's preseason matchup, with the Cardinals in Arizona. So come on back and start your day with us here on the Ravens Vault.